December 2023. The artificially created living lumps of our own cells guide other cells. You look through a microscope and see tiny balls created of your own cells. These balls are rowed by thousands of tiny ores called cilia. The balls move freely and control the healing of the damaged layer of neurons. The researchers call these balls human robots or antrobots. This is Laboraverum News, December 2023. My name is Ed Kenelash. Hello. It has been four years since a group of researchers from Harvard, Tufts, and the University of Vermont began creating new living biological objects from existing cells. These clusters of cells were able to organize themselves structurally, move along pathways, collect material, recover from damage, and even reproduce on their own over several cycles. The cell clusters only lasted a few weeks before they broke down, but even a few weeks was a lot longer than originally expected. The scientific team then used amphibian embryonic cells, which could explain some of the capabilities of these new living objects, so researchers were not sure how universal the phenomenon was. Now they have moved on to mammalian cells. Moreover, adult cells. No genetic modifications, forced structures or artificial bases. The existing plans of body architecture contained in each cell turned out to be sufficient. You only need one cell from the surface of the trachea, the tracheal epithelial cell. The epithelium is a set of prismatic cells lining the trachea from the inside, where the air actually moves. The cells are covered with tiny hair-like cilia that sway back and forth to create movement in the mucus above them. With these movements, the cilia help get rid of the smallest particles that enter the respiratory tract with the air. Usually we do not notice this stream of particles coming from the trachea into the mouth and then swallowed along with the saliva. But if there are too many of these particles or they are too large, we cough. The tracheal epithelial cells, if placed outside of the organism, are known to multiply and spontaneously form spheres of several hundreds of cells. The spheres are formed in such a way that the cilia are located on the inner surface, so for an external observer, these spheres are quite passive. What the current research team did was the invention of conditions under which the cells of these spheres were oriented differently, with the cilia facing outward. The spheres could consist of 100 to 1000 cells, have a diameter of 30 to 500 micrometers, with the size of one cell being about 10 micrometers, be spherical or elongated, and have cilia over the entire surface on one side or in irregular patches. By the way, the largest spheres were possible to notice with the naked eye. Now the outward-facing cilia acted like tiny oars. The spheres began to move. Obviously, the strokes of the cilia were not coordinated, so the spheres moved quite chaotically. However, depending on the number and location of cilia and some other very random factors, the spheres could move in a circle or forward in a more or less specific direction. The more precise the spherical shape and the more uniform the distribution of the cilia, the more often the spheres simply swayed in place. But what was most impressive, of course, were those spheres that perhaps did not have such a beautiful shape and coverage with cilia, but seemed to be moving in some chosen direction. Their speed ranged from 5 to 50 micrometers per second, that is, from one-tenth of their size to a full two diameters every second. The researchers conducted an interesting healing test. 
To ensure a high density of ant robots for this test, the scientists placed them in a confined space, which essentially caused the ant robots to stick to each other and form superstructures. The researchers used those ant robots that oscillated in place or moved in a circle, for the simple reason that the ant robots didn't run away too far. No other modifications were made. These untroubled superstructures were released into petri dishes with flat matrices of neurons obtained from stem cells after preliminary injuring the matrices by scratching them with metal rods. And this release triggered the process of neuronal regrowth. Believe it or not, bridges of neurons stretched through the scratches and these bridges had the same thickness of neurons as an intact mattress. In areas with no antrobots, no single bridge was registered, simply not a single one. Adding substances such as starch or silicon to the scratches did not affect the formation of bridges, only the presence of antrobots. There is no theory to explain this effect yet, at least no proven theory. It is known that the regrowth of cells, including neurons, is usually strongly influenced by the presence of other cells. It is the presence of other cells that not only triggers the cell reproduction and growth, but also determines the spatial orientation and intensity of this process. Perhaps the ant robots moving back and forth provided just such a necessary environment. The research team obviously dreams of putting into practice what they have discovered. They dream about armies of microscopic bots repairing damaged tissues right inside our bodies and then peacefully disintegrating into individual cells. The results of this research were published in the November issue of Advanced Science Journal. I would actually refer you to this article if you would like to know more. The title is Motile Living Biobots. You can find a more detailed list of references along with the key points of this news and many other news in our Facebook page. It was Ed Kenelosh, Laboraverum News. Thank you and goodbye.